0: Hunger, hustle, and staying humble. This is the Music Fit Podcast. Let's do this thing. Hey ho, let's go. What up, everybody? It's your host, Mike Schwartz. This is the Music Fit Podcast. Got a great show in store today. Just got off the phone, quite literally, with my man, D.O. Gibson. Now, long story short, this is one of the dudes, one of the OGs of really starting me on the path of the, uh, the now known as Rock Doctor path. Uh, that, I was sitting in my car, I'm take a personal moment here. I was sitting in my car outside of the training facility that I was coaching at, and I had a few minutes, and I was listening to CBC radio in my car, and I was coming from a real, real dark place. I was, I was strapped for cash. I was wondering where the next meal was coming from. My, I didn't even have enough uh, money to uh, pick up my, my dog's food for the week, which was a weird time in my life. This song comes on, and I'd never heard it before, and these keys come in, and... Man, oh man, oh man. It was just... It was, a, it was, it was the way that that song hit me really showed me that music has a place in my life. Music can move you. Mus- music is a vehicle for change, hope, inspiration, and everything. And the song was Follow Me by Dio Gibson and I'd never heard of this guy before, but I went searching, I had my phone right there, I still had a few minutes, so I went searching for him on Instagram, sent him a DM, told him how much that song just really made my day and really you know, did save me to, uh, to a large extent. I get a message back, we go back and forth, and the rest is history. So, guys, no matter what you've got going on in your life, know that there's always hope, there's a road out, and the the best thing you can do is decide. All right, in our conversation here today, we talk about how music is really a vehicle for change. And I won't give away too much of it. <laughs> We've got such a great conversation. It was just such an easy time. I wanted to get this thing going right away. It was so motivating. Dio, thank you so much for, uh, for gracing us with your time. And if you guys stick around to the end, we, uh, we get into a little bit of freestyle. All right, just remember, When things are looking down, look up. You got light at the end of the tunnel. You got hope, you got people that love and support you. And we've got a community here at Music Fit Collective that is just about that too. So head to musicfitcollective.com. I'm not gonna say too much more. I wanna get right into the show here. Just remember that this whole dream that is Music Fit started with this right here. That's right, those keys. That turned me around, that turned my ship around. Give me that hope that inspiration so without further ado this is d o
1: gibson all right we ready to rock and roll
0: <laughs> i believe we are now we're rocking we? Dude. there we go
1: yes
0: there we go you got your tims oh man we're so canadian Dude. Can there you go. Perfect. What is, the, uh, what is the choice brew? What do you got there today?
1: Um, I go with the dark roast. Uh, yeah. I go with one milk, one sugar. You know, uh, this is my treat. You know, uh, <laughs> I don't go to Tim Horns as much as I used to, but uh, it's a nice you know, little treat. I order ahead of time because I pulled up and the line was around the block. Whoa. I do not understand people that go and wait in line. I just put the online order in so that I can walk in, pick up my coffee and walk right out.
0: (laughs) There you have it, folks. That is the that is the way to do it. Now, um, let's just get into it, man. Let's just let's just rip it. Ladies and gentlemen, I have the absolute privilege and honor to sit down with. Man, this is a laundry list here. Let me see if I can get all out in one breath. It's no eight eight hours and 45 minutes worth, but pretty close. MC, artist, activist, Guinness Book World Record holder, family man, motivational speaker, author, Dio Gibson. Is there something that you have yet to try? You
1: wear a lot of hats, brother. Uh, I try to put on a couple good ones. You got a nice one on there, too. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm trying my hand in a few different things. Uh, we might get to those. Um, but yeah. I, I believe in being a Renaissance person, uh, you know, I, I study from the greats, you know, like uh, Leonardo da Vinci is one of my inspirations.
0: There you go, man. And that's not something you hear too often coming out of a, a Canadian rap artist such as yourself. Now, dude, the the theme here, we, we came into, um, we came into this pandemic with, with an uncertainty among all things, right? And and not, not to harp on that or anything, but music is, is movement in in my opinion and the song that we just heard there follow me that tune did something powerful for me and that's how we originally got connected way back way way back. I just want to get your thoughts on first off that song and your legacy as an artist too is is definitely surrounding that whole movement your music is much more than just music do you want to touch on first follow me and then the story maybe behind that tune.
1: Sure. With Follow Me, it really came from a relationship that I've had for now 20 years with uh, Lucas and Adrian. Uh, they're known as the Reza Brothers. Now they're known as 80 Empire. But um, I just said, I think it's finally time that we actually work on a song together because we, we've been friends for this long. I think it's time we do a song together. And, um, and so I just hung out with them one day and I said, give me a little of what I want. Give me a little bit of what I need and um, make it sound like Michael Jackson.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: I, I'm a huge Michael Jackson fan. Like that's that's to me the king. And so uh, when they played, when Lucas started playing the keys, I just said, I got it. And um, I wrote my the I wrote the song and I came over and I said, um, is, is the mic on Mike check? One, two, one, two. They said the mic's on. They hit record. And I said, let's go and I recorded it in one take. And I said, what do you guys think? And they said, I think we got it. (laughs) And I said, let's just keep that one. Let's just go with that. I'll I'll do some double ups, I'll I'll do some ad-libs. And I ran through it three times just to do one ad-lib take, another ad-lib, and a third one. And they said, wow, we got it. And um, it's a song that means a lot to me because it's, I'm saying, follow me, but I'm really following other people. And, and I'm talking about how I looked up to people like Michael Jackson when I was a kid, because Michael Jackson was different and he accepted being different. And I was different than the crowd and I didn't fit in. So it's, it's about accepting yourself.
0: You mentioned a lot of stuff that comes back to the world of freestyle and, and that right there, walking into a studio setting, just going with it and like what we're doing here right now, just like, okay, how important is that right now more than ever for artists out there that are, that are feeling stuck?
1: Well, I, I think you you need to um, sometimes just have a good time. And like, for instance, this morning, I, I didn't have a plan today and I just went out and I went out in nature. And I think uh, with the pandemic, it's nice to go connect with nature and play music and do whatever you can do to um, connect yourself to the source. And um, so I, I was sitting by my car, playing music loud, freestyling in my car this morning. And um, to me, that's that's what you have to do sometimes. Is you can't have a script with life because life is so unpredictable. And with everything we're dealing with, it is so unpredictable. But you just have to go with the flow.
0: That's cool, man. What brought you to that? In uh... Like in in the early stages, because it it seems like your your career has been decorated uh, very much so like that, where it's a a go with the flow kind of attitude. And that's so refreshing to see and hear. And I mean, it's it's embodied in you. So was there a moment that you were just like, you know, I don't need to follow the script. You know, I got I got these world class uh, artists that I can follow and uh, and take a, a lead from them. And this is the way I'm going to go. Because like you said, life is unpredictable. Was there ever a, a moment for that, D?
1: Well, yeah, I think it uh, came when I was in the south of France. And uh, I started traveling to the south of France. And I went to a music conference called Me And on one of these trips, I kept on hearing about this guy's name. And uh, even before I saw him in the south of France, I saw him in Hong Kong. And then I saw him in Singapore. And this man just impressed me so much about how well he knew music. His name is Ralph Murphy. And um, so then I did some research on Ralph Murphy and I realized he grew up in a town very close to where I'm from in Wallaceburg, Ontario. And um, when I started hanging out with him in the South of France and he introduced me to people and He just said, man, Dwayne, it's just about music. It's just about stories. If you can tell a good story, that's what you got to do. And to tell a good story, you have to learn how to listen to a good story, too. (laughs) And um, that's, to me, what I realized is that music is about stories. It's about the past. It's about the present. It's about the future. But I learned from people like Ralph Murphy.
0: Wow incredible and absolute legend in the uh, in the world of music and business as well right That, that that's 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 wild right yeah
1: yeah and,
0: and when you travel in the world I mean that's that's cool too because again another piece of your your career from looking back at your your entire discography is so much on connection and collaboration how much of the especially in the rap game how much of that is uh that community base is so central to the theme of of rising tides you know that that whole idea how does, how does everybody bring everybody up like what kind of things have you experienced
1: well I think it's very important to have mentors in the game and you know I was very lucky in the sense that I remember when Ivan Berry, you know pulled my coat and just said um this is what you have to do <laughs> like and when I said to him I don't know if i should go back over to france the south of france it's going to be expensive and he said okay this is what i do and i said what do you do and he picked up his phone and he said some days i am on a beach in barbados and i look at my phone and my contacts and um i look down at a certain person's name and i say i'm just gonna call them right now i said yeah and um that's how I learned what a hype call is, is to just use your connections like that. And so what he said to me was, I go to meet them every year and um, I just go to hang out with my friends, to touch base with my friends. And when I realized that business was not so much about seeking what you think you can do with your business and your life, and it's more about just connecting with like-minded individuals that's when I started to succeed in business. When I realized that it's not about me, it's about listening to what my friends are going through and um, sharing that and and connecting with people all around the world, that uh, we just have one thing that unites us, which is our love of music.
0: Again, coming back to the whole idea of music being so much more. We're all connected by this, this glue, that music piece so for you you've got multiple projects like like i said in in the intro it's an MC artist you you've got the the activist down you've got you you stand for a lot more than just music but you use that as a vehicle you're a voice of reason on this can you explain um why moving through music is is your jam
1: for sure uh i just got off the phone with uh, an artist in uh england you know he's lives around Birmingham, not even in in London, but, um, you know, and he picked up the phone and we just, we were rapping back and forth, just talking. And, um, you know, he's young. He's probably about 24, 25, but I just wish that when I was 24, 25, that I had an older artist or a mentor to call me and say, you're going down the right path. Keep on doing what you're doing. Maybe you're not making money. Maybe the spins aren't coming through, but you are doing exactly what you need to be doing. And for a young artist to hear that now for me, they're like, Dio. that means so much to me now. And so I do that for kids that are 14 and 15 years old that I see at a school or that send me an Instagram message. I just connect with them on a personal level. And I say, hey, even though times might be tough right now, you're gonna get through it, man. Um, everybody needs a good uncle to to give them a little bit of advice to push through, you know. And um, I think that's while we're dealing with a pandemic, um, everybody looks for a little bit of hope and inspiration. And I feel very blessed to be able to be somebody to to um, speak to kids on a large level, but on a personal level, and say, hey. You're gonna get through this tough time and it's gonna be all right. And when you get through, at the end of the day, you're gonna succeed. You know, um, On my new song called Powerful, I, in the beginning of it, I quote Nelson Mandela's speech from his inauguration. And I was watching part of the movie that, that they talked about it on and it's Coach Carter. It's one of my favorite movies from back in the day. And And the kid says, Coach Carter? <laughs> Our greatest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our greatest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. And I think it's important for kids to know that they are powerful beyond measure.
0: That that is, whoa, man. I'm just, I got chills. That's great, dude. Yeah. Give us a little background. Uh, you, you are quite the speaker, man. And that's what I mean is that this whole, the, the whole straight, stay driven movement that, uh, that you've been going with has now we've, we've developed into the three, six, five. We've gone into that for the people that are unaware of uh, the moving and shaking that you're doing with your music and that powerful message.
1: Um, explain a little bit. What's uh, what's the three, six, five all about? Three, six, five is about doing something every single day. And so um, I break it down to kids in schools by saying this. If you want to have a dream, you know, you're not going to succeed overnight. I wasn't the best rapper when I started. I just had a dream that I wanted to be a rapper. But I started working at it. And I did it a little bit each day. And what I tell kids is you can try to improve by 1% every day. That is something that you can actually achieve. So whether it's working out every day, um, you can improve by 1%. Now, if you can improve by 1% for 30 days, then you would improve by 30%. If you could do it for 100 days, you would improve by 100%. But if you do it every single day for one year, then you can achieve 365%, more than three times as good as you were a year ago on that date. So, when it comes to Black history, if you just learn a little bit every day, you will eventually learn a lot over the course of a year and the course of five years and 10 years. And I think that's an important skill for kids to know because nothing gets built in one day. The pyramids, you know, Rome wasn't built in a day, it was just through small, achievable tasks each day and they can add up
0: that just that's a mic drop moment for a lot of people they don't they don't necessarily have the uh the the reality of going like oh yeah it's one percent if i do this for this long the long game is actually real real great so i have the same same kind of thing and it just blows people's minds but when you think about that again with with regards to a big initiative for you is teaching the youth um i imagine for a guy like you coming in, I know I'd I'd be going nuts. You know, I remember I had a uh, a big time country artist come back in. Paul Brandt, he came into our school a couple times when I was just growing up, and he's from around where I grew up. And that moment when you see one of your heroes, or going to the Theron Flurry Hockey School, and like when you're you're around your heroes that have such an important message, that stuff sticks, right? right?
1: <laughs> Who was, yeah, your- was incredible?
0: Yeah, when when you were growing up, did you ever have that experience? Did you ever have like, oh man, that starstruck celebrity fangirl moment?
1: Uh yeah. I guess for me, it was when I, I started falling in love with hip hop music, and I was twelve years old, and I bought a tape with my own money from you know from the uh, the record store, Sam and the Record Man in oh, yeah. Stratford, Ontario. And um, my dad surprised me. It was February, and uh, he said. I've got two tickets for us to go see a concert. And it was my first concert that I ever seen. And um, we went to um, Mississauga to go see the concert. And when we went to Mississauga, um, we got there early because that's what the ticket said, like show starts at eight and we had to line up. And then when we came in, the music was just so loud. I remember my ears being like, this is so loud. De La Soul played first. Oh, no. And um, my dad just kind of hung out in the back. And um, I said, dad, I want to go up to the front. <laughs> and he uh-huh. said, go, son. And that's when DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince came on stage. And Will Smith started performing. And I looked up and I stood in the middle of the room, man. And I just said, I want to be like that one day. And so Will Smith has always been my idol, the highest title. Wow. Um, and seeing somebody like that. You know um, in a small club and just feeling like even though there's a thousand people around me he's talking to me and um that's that was emceeing at the highest level and six months later he'd have a tv show and then he'd become worldwide famous um for his acting but uh i just remember him as a rapper
0: that is cool man have you had a chance to to catch up (laughs) have you have you crossed paths
1: I haven't, but uh, you know, I did a meeting yesterday, and they're gonna try to put us in touch, and uh, that would cool. that would be really nice, you know. I mean, because, um, just I'm just such a, a big fan of who he is as a person, because mm-hmm. I moved when he came on that TV show. I moved at the same time, so watching Will Smith and move in the TV show and go through trying to figure out who he is. And, I was trying to figure out who I am as a 12, 13 year old. But what Will Smith taught me is that it's okay to be smart. Um, It's okay to be smart because he was very intelligent at school and I did well at school, but I grew up in a time where if you were smart, sometimes they pick on you for being smart.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, I I get that. I, I grew up in this, like I was the, Chameleon. I could be yeah. with the jocks. I could be with the music kids. I could hang out with the the skaters. You know, growing up, it was just like being able to relate, and that was really really helpful because, like, um, much like you, I had I had a lot of like. I had like a, a celebrity thing going on too. I, I loved so many things, so many different interests. You know, I was the jock one day and then I was the music kid the next day. So for me, like, yeah, Paul Brandt was a big one. As a yep. kid, I was a big fan, of course, of hockey. I already mentioned that. Theo Fleury was my guy. Yep. And uh, and then growing up, I remember too, this was like way back in the day, WWF when it was still WWF. Like I loved, I loved like The Undertaker. The Rock was my dude, right? Like when that came out, did you ever like for kids out there? I mean, that's a big thing. Those are almost like real life action heroes. Do you have a favorite wrestler by uh, by chance? Do you have uh, to to tell these old kids about?
1: Yeah, well, I say, oh yeah, but oh yeah, really comes from a wrestler who used to say, ooh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 um, the Macho Man Randy Savage. That was my favorite. You know. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> um, he, he was such an incredible wrestler and such an incredible speaker. And when you turn the camera on, he was just ready to go, <laughs> you know, like, absolutely. You know, um, I just loved him. And I mean, Junkyard Dog was, was a big fan. I was yeah. a big fan of him, but I think Macho Man was consistently always over time, my favorite. Uh, cause he was able to defeat Hulk Hogan. And uh, you know, that, that was a big, cause I was never a Hulk Hogan fan. No, um, no. So when when the Macho Man did that, I was like, "That's that's pretty cool." And um, I was a huge wrestling fan.
0: Yeah, yeah. See, and the one guy that always bothered me was uh, Hunter Hearst Helmsley, the old Triple H. Now I understand. We were talking off here. Of, you got a story about Triple H? Do you mind uh, sharing with the the folks at home here your your story of uh, of uh, Triple H?
1: Yeah, I, I like to talk about Triple H because I. When I talk to business professionals or when I talk to musicians, I say, I'm not gonna talk about wrestling, but I am going to say this. Triple H are three words that start with an H. And I think they're important if you're in the music business, if you're a business professional, or if you're working out, doesn't matter what you're doing. And um, number one is you have to have hunger. I used to wonder when people said, You know, they really wanted it, you know, a hockey team or a basketball team, they they wanted it more. I was like, who wouldn't want it? But then I realized what hunger really was. Hunger meant that it's not just about playing the game. It's about the practice. It's about putting in the hours which are not seen. Um, That's what hunger is. So as a musician, it's great to be on the stage. But this week I've been doing my QuickBooks accounting and invoices. And those things aren't fun. But I pursue them with the same hunger as when I'm on the mic. When I'm on my gold mic, you oh, know, yeah. oh, I pursue yeah. with the same passion. So you have to have hunger, but after hunger, you have to have hustle. You have to outwork everybody. You have to have a different way of doing your business. So for instance, I started coming out with my own bookmark. So when I did a school show, I would say, does anybody like to read? kids would put up their hand and I say, I have a free prize for every person in the school who likes to read. When this is done, teachers, you can go to the office and you can grab enough bookmarks for your classroom. Now, my bookmark had my picture on it. It had my Instagram, my website. So it was a promotional tool, but it was just so that each kid would have something that they can remember. And I love seeing kids now that say, Dio, you came to my school 12 years ago. I still have your bookmark because that was my way to say, I can do something different. You have to hustle. And then the the third and final part is you have to be humble and humbleness is about self awareness. Mm -hmm. And, um, people think, well, a rapper has to be humble. Yeah. You have to be humble. You can't be about yourself. Um, On the mic, you can talk, whatever. But when you're off the mic, you have to be humble. I remember one day I was in Detroit, Michigan, not too far from where I'm at right now. And uh, I was backstage at an event. And uh, they were about to go on. But um, I was standing beside this guy and I said, no, that can't be him. I said, that can't be him. I just looked over and he looked at me and I said, no, that's not him. And Russell Simmons was there and Common was there and Master P was there. And um, then and Run-DMC, well Run. And um, I looked back over to the guy and then they finally said, Marshall, uh, we need you over here. And then he looked back over at me and I looked at him and I just gave him a nod, he gave me a nod. And I said, I was standing beside Eminem for the last 10 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and we didn't say anything besides just, hey, what's up, man? Um, but I'm just like, the biggest rap star in the world is standing right beside me. But you know what? He was humble. And he was quiet. And he could say whatever he wants on the mic. But when you meet somebody like that, and they're just humble, then it teaches you, well, if Eminem could be that humble, I guess I got to be humble too. <laughs> now, you got to hustle, it, humble.
0: Boom. Boom! There you go. Three words to live by. Now I know as we wrap this up, I just want to—I want to throw it out to you. I know you're a humble guy, but if you got two minutes to just spit some freestyle stuff, you're the world record champion. You got eight hours and forty-five minutes.
1: Of- yeah, you gonna play the beat or am I gonna play the beat? You got a beat. <laughs> now what I need you to do is what? I need you to start typing in the chat what you want me to rap about.
0: Oh man! And okay.
1: You can't always be serious. I hate okay. when people are serious. That's why I like kids. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Cause they, they give me crazy topics. You know? Okay, cool. Here we go. Let's have some fun with it. Okay. Here we go. Thank
0: you. Nice. Here we go.
1: Uh-huh. One thing that you can never avoid When I kick my rap about Dan Aykroyd Or Bill Murray, you can still hurry Then you know what's up. Cause who you gonna call the Ghostbusters? When they in the house, where the marshmallow? Filling it down, whatever fella Best believer, I'm an achiever Bill Murray, Sir Weaver See, I settle, but we still well When I'm working out, I got that kettlebells so of course we gotta go to the core strike that chord and then go once more see there is nobody that stopped me Block goals like I was playing goalie in hockey, block goals, man, you can never stop me, score goals like Sidney Crosby, when I drink my coffee, and I be enforcing, once I went and got it, straight from Tim Hortons, didn't go in the line, I don't have the time, I put my order ahead, so I'm doing fine, See. All on my team, man, we going hard. Sometimes I write it down on my keyboard. I got the Bluetooth. That is the truth. You can see it, but leave it anytime. And then we just leave it. Of course, we keep on proceeding. You know what, man? Now we back into the jam, the program. And I do it for the squad, it's D-O-G, because I came up on Snoop Doggy Dogs. D-O-G, my original name, and once again, I came through with highly acclaim. And what I'm saying, if you can't handle it, whenever I manage, I make them sick, ooh, yeah, like my two-man Randy Savage, Triple H, no debate. Still, I be humble. Of course, I hunger and be on the hustle. So when I get down and then I come and bless, I gotta give a shout out to Miss Elizabeth. Yeah. You know how it's going I was talking about Macho Man, Randy Savage, and Hulk Hogan And you know I got more for you If I have the story, yeah Then I go conquer just like the ultimate warrior Yeah, then they wonder how I make her These rhymes all the time It's kind of like The Undertaker Get them off the head, Survivor the series Whatever they are gonna be doing, they never a worry I just keep on doing these raps long as I'm alive, till the day I die I do it 365 Like the words or the numbers on my head Black Canadian, we gonna come and do it Don't forget that we gonna drop And we do this bomb on this grind.com and we rock To the break of dawn So you know how we do it from the start I got
0: to put it down with my man. Was.
1: Oh, <laughs> man. That's how we <laughs> rock, <rap.
0: laughs> Dude, that was unreal. That was so great. Buddy, thank you so much. I know you got a rip. Uh, I don't want to keep. I want to respect your time.
1: Thank you so much. Where can people <laughs> find you? Where can people get behind Dio? I am Dio Gibson. So you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook at Gibson, or you can find me at IMDOGibson.com. And hey, man, I just want to thank you for this. I always think sometimes when I go into a grocery store and I'm on the road, you know what I do, man? I buy some apples and I buy a jar of peanut butter because I try to eat healthy when I'm on the road. And I'm like, I can get some apples. I can get some peanut butter. It's a nice, healthy snack, organic. And uh, I, I really appreciated your book when you spoke about when you're on the road to try to eat healthy. So, uh, you know, this is my treat for the day. But, uh, you know, I always eat healthy. So uh, thank you, brother. And I'm a big fan of what you're doing. And um, it means a lot for you to invite me on here. And like I said, I'm a big fan of you. And uh, whatever we can do in the future, I can't wait to do. That's, that's uh, my word. You just took it right out of my mouth, man.
0: Thank you. I'm excited to see what's next. For those of you guys uh, listening in, do be sure to go check out Dio. We'll, we'll hook up all the links here in the show bio here. And uh, again, on this as well. That's, that's a big one too. So we're going to make sure some people are uh, in your world doing more good in your hood as well, brother. Thank you so much again for holding space. And uh, you, got, you got a final yeah, yeah, word?
1: You got a final word. Yeah. Well, you, you ready for the walkout shot? Of course I am. I believe in what you're doing because it is about health. And health can manifest its way in different ways. It's about your physical health, but it's about your mental health. And um, I believe that if you work at it every day, you will achieve and get better. And um, I can't wait till you take a trip with me and we go maybe to Amsterdam on a boat and you wear your captain hat. Great talking to you, brother.
0: Wow! That's Dio Gibson. Boom. Mic drop. And guys, if you're looking for more of that, we've got so many great individuals. You name it, we got it. We got artists, we got industry, we've got super fans. All here hanging out in the Music Fit Collective. D, you were one of the OGs when it came to putting out that first book, The Musician's Guide to Surviving the Rockstar Lifestyle. So... Thank you for helping making this dream come true. And for those listeners out there, if you guys are looking to join a community that is supportive and super passionate about everything from movement, mindset, meals, growth, business, you're looking to level up and optimize your life in whatever, we're the place for you, okay? With all podcast listeners here too, we're doing a free month. So head on over musicfitcollective.com or send me a DM. You can find us at Fit. Or you can even find my handle, Mike The Schwartz. Okay, I'd love to hear from you. love to comp you a month. Check things out. We've got monthly uh, webinars. We've got weekly workouts. We've got weekly jam nights, open mics. You name it. Whatever you want. We've got courses and certifications as well. All with your membership in there. you got access to so many cool rad individuals and resources. It's mind-blowing. So, what you waiting for, right? Woo! That's it. That's all. Okay? You guys make it a great week. And uh, until next time, y'all stay sweet. Peace.